Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Friday, May 26th. I'm Sarah Walsh alongside Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager, and Super Bowl champion linebacker K.J. Wright, who's been in studio with us this week. We have so loved having you here, and I'm not sure if your friends would say this. Are you hearing anything from your Legion my of Boom, My phone guys? is on Do Not Disturb. It's on silent. I'm not looking at my phone until after this show. And it's early on the West Coast. Yeah, so what is it, 5 yeah, o'clock there? Yeah, so the Seahawks fans, they'll be aware. Oh, wait, what happened? What, what, he said, <laughs> what? <laughs> We are pleased to be joined today by Detroit Lions third-round draft pick quarterback Hendon Hooker. Welcome in. Appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. It's good to see you. All this stuff going on throughout the combine, rehabbing, and all of that. You finally get your name called. You're drafted. A month ago, you posted a video to Twitter. You're doing some drop-back passes, looking good after the injury in November. I want to know, how's the ACL doing? Uh, when do you think you'll be fully cleared and be out there on the field with your teammates? ACL's doing good. You know, just taking it day by day and just continuing to chip away, you know, on stack days. Um, I think one thing that I know for sure is that physically and mentally, I've, I've become a lot stronger through this process. We don't know when the when the day will come where I'm 100%, but when it does come, it's going to be a, um, you know, a, a heartfelt moment for me. I know for sure just because how much I miss the game and how much I miss competing. You know, when the football starts this this year, Anthony Richardson's going to be 20 years old. You're going to be turning 26 years old. What does that experience and that life experience, how does that lend to what your recovery is going to be like in your next chapter of your career? Um, I'm going to turn 26 in next year, but I think that it's all about, you know, who's making plays at this point. Can you come in and be efficient in the offense? Is the offense moving and are they productive? I mean, that's what it's all coming down to. Um, everything else is just a cherry on top or is irrelevant. Just continuing to come in and learn um, is all I can do at this point because I'm, I'm the young guy in the room and I'm eager to learn and eager to get better day by day. 
We're so excited to see you get back in there. And I'll tell you what, the Lions are excited too. Speaking of some of their sources, they're thrilled to have you in the room. Didn't in a million years expect you to be there when they got you. They ended the season as one of the hottest teams in football. Five of their last six games. They've got this ton of energy, this ton of spirit to them right now. And they're going to be starting the season. You guys play the Chiefs on opening night of the NFL year. That's the ultimate honor for a team coming into Arrowhead. How have your first few weeks been with the Detroit Lions? And what's it like being in that room? It's been great. You know, like I said, just want to come in and learn. And, and that's what I do every day, making sure that I'm, I'm getting all the extra time that I can in the playbook and asking a lot of questions. Um, asking JG, Jerry Goff, you know, a whole lot of questions um, as, as well as, as Coach Brew and then just amongst the other quarterbacks in the room. We all just want to help each other get better. Uh, one thing that we, we do want to do is win and, and have fun uh, while doing that. Uh, but it's been amazing. And just to be out there on the field with the guys, and even though I'm not playing, I'm taking mental reps and um, you know, simulating some things, some calls, and some different thoughts in my head, what I do in different situations um, while I'm out there at practice. But it's, it's been a blast to be out there and seeing guys compete and fly around. Hey, Hannon, just for the record, man, you were one of my favorite quarterbacks coming out of the draft last year. Congrats on a phenomenal career at Tennessee. And when you look at Jared Goff, he had a great year last year, has firmly cemented himself as a starter, as a Detroit Lions quarterback. What have the conversations been like between you two? They've been great. Um, you know, our lockers are right beside each other. So a lot of small talk, you know, really getting to know each other. Some jokes and here and there. But, you know, essentially, you know, he's an amazing quarterback. Just continuing to learn from him and, and watch him, watching his footwork, watching how, um, you know, he, he directs traffic when he's in the huddle and just taking command of the a total offense. It's amazing to see him operate. And, and one day I hope to, you know, be on that level and operate as efficient as he does. You know, Hendon, earlier on the show, we were talking about which coaches we would want to go to a playoff game with. And Jason McCourty sitting here next to me said he wanted to go to a game with Dan Campbell, your head coach there. He gets a, a, a lot of attention for being the character that he is. I'm just curious. I know it's been a, a short time that you've been in Detroit, but what are your impressions of working with him? It's great. I remember going on my visit to the Lions in the, in the pre-draft process and just the how down the earth coach was and uh, how caring about the players he was um, and, and telling him, telling me that if there's any question or anything that I ever you know wanted to bring to him, his door is open. Um, and that's huge. You know, just being able to have that communication from coach to player, player to coach and, and player to player is huge in the organization, you know, to be successful. And when we're at practice, he's dialing it up and he's communicating on, on both sides of the ball, you know, how to practice and really, um, you know, emphasizing things that we, we want to do to uh, take the teams to the next level. I love that. And uh, Hendon, I remember back on my rookie year, you first come in and all you guys get a chance, all the rookies that hang out and get to see each other's personalities. Is there a rookie who so far amongst you guys who have stood out as the funny guy, the loud one? How has it been getting to know all of those guys? Yeah, it's been it's been great. Um, I'll say Sam Laporta is hilarious. Uh, that's my guy. And he's an awesome football player as well. Um, and then, then Jai Gibbs, getting him to come out his shell a little bit and talk a little bit more. But he's he's a joy to be around. But really, just the whole rookie class has been amazing. Brian Branch is out there flying around. It's amazing just to see guys that I've competed against and, um, you know, watched on TV throughout the college uh, season and being able to be able to share a locker room and share the field with them. Uh, it's cool. I love that you and your new tight end, Sam Laporta, can share some good stories over a nice meal because you've partnered with Bush's Beans, a company headquartered in SEC country, especially close to your former home of Knoxville. Could you tell us a little bit more about what makes Bush's so great? Yeah, you know, other than just the great taste of Bush's baked beans, how family-oriented 
the company is me and my my family we have a, a recipe that we use uh, for cookouts or big events uh, for family gatherings um so it's, it's a special thing to be able to partner with them and then being able to cook beans with my dad uh, on draft night was amazing to share that that memory with him because that's one of his favorite things to do is to watch people enjoy his his cooking at the cookout, you got to have the beans, right? More importantly, got you got to have the cookout playlist bumping, having a great time. Hender, appreciate you coming by our breakfast table. Good luck this year, man. Thank you, Appreciate Hender. you guys. Thank you. Please welcome to the breakfast table, Jets running back, Zonovan Bam Knight. Awesome. Uh, Thank you. Thank we're you guys so happy to have you here in, in person. Obviously, we have so much to talk about. We're going to get to your rookie season in a moment. I know that you know what we're about to ask you because it is the storyline of what's happening over in your camp right now. Aaron Rodgers, just what has that been like having him over there? Just one way to describe it would be blessing. You know, mm -hmm. he's been in the meetings. And you could, he's getting all the players involved and getting them engaged with the installs and everything. So you could definitely see a shift. And like how guys are approaching, you know, the game plan, kind of working at practice, pre-practice, post-practice. Like everybody is actually getting involved, trying to make sure everything is flowing as smooth as possible. Does it feel like you almost have another coach in the room? Because he and Hackett had such success. I almost feel like Hackett's teaching you guys his offense, and then there's Rodgers over his shoulder. Like, no, actually, this works. Is it like that yet? I was actually going to get to that point. It definitely <laughs> feels like we have another coach. I remember uh, his first meeting there. We're going through the install. Nobody knew he was in the room at all. He's sitting at the top of the auditorium. Then he just speaks out, says, hat. Everybody looks back, and it's Aaron. He's just sitting over everybody, just kind of just questioning the players, asking, why do you think we have this route with this concept and everything? Mm. So you could definitely feel like it's another coach presence in the room with us when he's in there. That's an awesome story, yeah. man. That is cool. Uh, obviously, we know Aaron Rodgers is a story, but you guys are so young. So talented. And it's it's not just this group of, like, ragtag. You guys really showed it last year. Mm -hmm. Looking at this team, it's yourself. It's Brees Hall. It's the reigning offensive and defensive rookie of the year and Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. When you think about young teams in the league, you guys have to feel like you guys, you're up at the top here. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel that way. The other players feel it as well. You know, we still got room to improve, but you, like you said, offensive, defensive rookie of the year. We still have older guys, C.J. Mosley, guys at mm -hmm. Quinnen. Mm -hmm. You know, so we just we just have the experience. We just have to put it all together, and I think Aaron will help us help us take that next step. And so when you look at this team, I know you're hearing all the noise. You know, got Aaron Rodgers, got a bad defense, got a really good offense, young, talented, up-and-coming football team. Is this a Super Bowl or a bus mm. type year for the 2023 New York Jets? Super Bowl or bus? Early one for Bam here. <laughs> May. No, I, go hard or go home. Go hard or go home. I hate speaking on stuff like that because I don't want to – I just hate making it feel like that. But, you know, I think we have the right pieces to make that Super Bowl run. Yeah. You know, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be right away, but, you know, we're making that shift. And I think we seriously can make a great run this year. And if not, you know, we're just going to keep building and keep adding on. I mean, we have the mm -hmm. piece that we were missing. You know, we still – Aaron is definitely helping Zach. You can see the confidence in Zach shifting as well at practice. So I think we're getting all the right pieces. You know, it's just going to be putting it all together when the season comes, and then we'll see what happens from there. And we look at this division. You're stacked. You got the Bills. You got the Dolphins. What is it going to take for you guys to own this division so you can get that first round by and just say we're going to own this AFC? I think it's just executing on Sundays. Yeah. Thursday, Monday, whenever the night may be, you know, just going out there and executing because we saw it last year. As long as we're at 10 toes and we just kind of play our game, everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. I love that. Something you just said, you said Aaron Rodgers steps up in the meeting and asking guys, hey, why do you think we're running this route? 
is that cool as a young player or is it kind of scary like oh my goodness Aaron Rodgers asked me a question I need to make sure I get it right what is the vibe for you guys as young players with him as the kind of old guru in the room asking questions it's definitely cool you know it's something that we weren't used to mm -hmm. the first time he did it everybody kind of looked at each other and was like <laughs> yeah we got us one we got us a great one so it's definitely good and I think a lot of the players I heard them like talking after me it's like when they call on them it makes them feel good because it's like he knows them, and you know he's expecting big things from them. So it makes them kind of want to go out there and execute that. So he he know that they know they know what they're doing. So. I love that. And let's talk a little bit about your rookie season because Brees Hall was lights out and unfortunately goes down with an injury. But then you step in and you start to lead the team in rushing yards. What was that experience like for you? Obviously undrafted, working your way up the depth chart, and now shining on Sundays. It was definitely like a long road, you know, kind of being on practice squad at first, and then kind of have to wait for my turn, but. You know, it was one of those things that, you know, you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know, I kept taking practice to hard, going against the, one of the top defenses in the NFL. So just taking that to hard, working on my kind of tracks and everything. And, like, by the time I got to the season, like, everything took care of itself. So that's just a blessing in disguise. Like, yeah, I had to wait. Like, when I came out, like, it was perfect timing. Like, I didn't have to wait or kind of get into it. Like, I just came out just went off right away, yeah. I mean, against the Bears, this guy shows up. No one really was expecting 103 yards, first game of the most ever in Jets history for a player in his NFL debut. That game, that moment, did that feel like just complete redemption? Like, hey, like, I'm here and I knew I could do this. It did, it did, because honestly, like, I was nervous all throughout the day up until the game when we stepped on the <laughs> field. Like, all the nerves went away, everything. But then after, it was like, okay, like, I can actually do this. But, like, this year for me, it's like taking that next step. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I know I can do it. Now it's like proving to everybody else that I belong in this league and mm -hmm. that I'm capable of potentially being, like, a all-down back. Yeah. You know, guy, you don't have to rotate out. It could be a franchise back in addition to Brees. So it's just trying to continue to make a name for myself and continue to progress my game. Speaking of that name for yourself, your nickname is obviously great for a running back, but this goes way back before football. Take us way back. Where did where'd Bam come from? So, the way my mom told me the story was, uh, <laughs> when I was a, a baby, the playpen that you kind of sit yep. toddlers in or whatever yep. with all the toys, like I was kind of beating on the toys and my uncle walked by, I was like, damn, all you hear is bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because like, actually, originally, like I remember my grandma, my mom, they actually called me Bam Bam. Mm -hmm. And then eventually like the second Bam kind of dropped off yeah. and people just started referring you to me You get older, bam. it's more mature Bam. Yeah, and then like really, Bam stuck because high school, I made my highlight tapes for college coaches, and I put Zonovan, Bam, Knight. Yeah. And then by the time I got to college, I scored my first touchdown. They said it just like that, Zonovan, Bam, Knight, and it stuck from there. That's so cool. It. That's good branding. That's great. I love your running backs room because obviously we've the first time we're meeting, but you got a great personality, obviously. Awesome young man. Brees Hall, same way. And then there's Michael Carter, mm -hmm. who is a personality that jumps off the page also. Yeah. What's it like with this young running back room? When you're all young guys, there's only one football. How do you guys approach today knowing that, hey, we're all in this together, but we also are looking for a chance to eat? Yeah, like you said, like, this has been great chemistry between all of us. Like, we know, obviously, all of us are competing to play on Sundays. Kind of doesn't matter, like, who rotates in mm -hmm. or not. But, like, when we're in the meeting room, when we're on the practice field, we're all helping each other execute those plays. It's not like we're treating each other different just because we know one person 
person may be above somebody else. Like, and that's what I love. Like, not everywhere you go is going to be that way. Because yeah. like you said, everybody's fighting for a job. You know, people have family to feed. They're trying to take care of themselves, set themselves up for the future. So it's good to know, like, we're in a running back room where everybody's looking out for each other, no matter the circumstance. Real quick, as we wrap, the most important question, and I know we asked if they're Super Bowl or bust, but this is, like, real question. This is the stuff that, like, it's going to be played all over the place. Tough and stuff. you just say it's a tough hit. Aaron Rodgers said he's going to Taylor Swift. Will you be attending Taylor <laughs> Swift at MetLife Stadium this weekend? I have not. Not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge yet. I mean, if something can happen in the next... If he has a suite and he invites you, you're not going to pass on. You're not opposed to attending. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not familiar with a lot of her music, but I'm definitely open to it. Okay. A-Rod, if you're watching, Aaron Rodgers, maybe invite... A little shake it off. Why not? A little calm (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. Thank you so so much for coming by. Yeah, it's awesome having you here. And we talk about you guys... A lot. So it's it's great to have the, the feedback and the insight from somebody that's on the team right now. So best of luck this upcoming yeah. season. We'll be rooting yeah. for you. Thank you guys. So look, man. No doubt. Coming up, the Raiders. We're still talking quarterbacks. Brought Jimmy Garoppolo in for more than just his jawline. Who wrote that bump? That's so good. Uh, should his injury history be a concern heading into 2023? Look, it's factual. What can I say? This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> OTA offseason workouts continued in Vegas yesterday, noticeably missing Jimmy Garoppolo. For more on Jimmy G's status, here's our Tom Pelissero. Sarah, Jimmy Garoppolo underwent foot surgery back in March, shortly after signing a three-year deal with the Raiders. I am told that it is a cleanup procedure related to the broken foot that Garoppolo suffered back in December and that he is progressing well. Coach Josh McDaniel said nothing has come as a surprise to the Raiders in terms of how Garoppolo has had to deal with this injury. He continues to go through the process, according to McDaniels, who also said it is possible that Garoppolo might not be on the field with his new team until training camp opens in late July. For now, veteran Brian Hoyer and rookie Aiden O'Connell are atop the Raiders depth chart. Sarah? All right, thanks, Tom. Here's a look at Jimmy G's injuries over the last five years. Obviously, this has been very well documented. Perhaps the silver lining on this graphic is the year you don't see an injury-free 2019 that resulted in a Niners Super Bowl berth in which they fell to the Chiefs. When he is healthy, Garoppolo has found success. So, is Jimmy Garoppolo's foot injury a cause for concern, Jason? Yeah, it's definitely a a cause for concern. And I'm not even going to go back into his injury history and look at the ACL or any injury of before. I look at this as an injury of concern just based off of this one. He was in San Francisco last year. He hurts his foot. And right away there's speculation, is it a Liz Frank surgery? Is this something that's going to have him down for a year? And it's just like it comes out, nope, not that serious. Doesn't require surgery. Hey, who knows if San Francisco is able to make it to the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo could possibly be available. Obviously, they don't win that game. It doesn't happen. Free agency comes. He signs with the Raiders. And it's not till after he signs that he has a surgery surgery in March. Whenever you have surgery, there's always a little bit of an unknown, how you're going to react to it, what the recovery process is going to be. So I think there's concern because right now, if you're the Raiders, you've signed Jimmy Garoppolo to be your quarterback right now. You're not signing this guy for this long-term, built-out future. You're signing him because you want him to make an impact right away in your organization. They signed Hoyer to come in and what we talked about, Rodgers, to be a coach on the field and go out there and play. They signed Hoyer to come over here and be a coach in the locker room, on the field out there as the backup quarterback, not to come in here and start for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think for the Raiders, yes, there's concern because we watched Jimmy last year. He's standing on the sideline after he comes in, after it was a Trey Lance experience, and he comes in and he balls. And as the 49ers are going on their run with Brock Purdy and they're winning in the playoffs, He's on the sideline, so you have to be very concerned. The start of training camp, his big impact, we we saw the comments Devontae Adams had about Derek Carr not being there and getting a new quarterback. You want that relationship to grow and for him to be out there and to be executing. So I think there is a, a certain level of concern just because what is this injury and what is it going to be? And it's, it's, like you said, you said Brian Hoare didn't come in to play. He Track record says he better get ready to roll because, unfortunately, it's looking like Jimmy G's body is just breaking down. You're talking about ACL, you're talking about shoulder surgery, thumb surgery, year after year after year. It seems like something, unfortunately, has happened with Jimmy Garoppolo. And at his age, and at this time right now, it's OTA time. You want to be out there developing relationships with the guys, going through the offense. You have McDaniels, who brought you here 
so you can make sure that Devontae Adams is having a phenomenal season. He's, you've seen his frustrations, like my guy Derek Cargon, and now my starting quarterback is here, but he's not even healthy, and we can't just get our chemistry going until potentially mid-training camp. And so you do look at Jimmy G, his track record has said, it's hard for me to finish games. It's hard for me to sustain 17 games healthy. And so I do believe that, unfortunately, Hoyer may have to potentially be ready, but Jimmy G, man, this is starting to look ugly for him. <laughs> Before he's even taken a practice snap with the team, they'll downplay this. Yeah. They'll downplay this. They'll say, who cares we about, know. man, the team? They'll downplay this. Like, I'm concerned because, like everything you said, there's a history of injuries. And this was four months ago, this injury. And now there's a surgery from March that we didn't know about until yesterday. And suddenly it's, all right. And again, they'll downplay it. Say, what are you worried about? It's May 24th. What do we care? Oh, no. They signed him to a huge contract. They got rid of Derek Carr. They put all their eggs in there. And like, if you're thinking that they had a security blanket, I don't think Brian Hoyer is expected to play. I don't think they brought Brian Hoyer in here to, hey, win us a couple games. Brian Hoyer is the backup? Like, this isn't like having a Mariota or, or you name it, Jameis behind him or an Andy Dalton Brissett, Brissett, or Jacoby Brissett. Brian Hoyer's not supposed to play football this year. <laughs> okay, so they drafted Aiden O'Connell in the fourth round. You're like, all right, well, they got a rookie quarterback. Well, he's going to get a lot of reps. Like, this guy's going to play this week. This guy's going to get a lot of reps in training camp. Yeah, it's concerning. The Raiders are not some rebuilding team. The Raiders went all in on Jimmy G. They still have veteran guys. Chandler Jones is still on the Raiders. Like, there are veteran guys making a lot of money. And for Jimmy G to still not be healthy enough to play and to get another surgery after signing that deal, call me stupid. I don't, and you might, Raiders fans, I like them get overreacting. I just, is that a reason for concern? Yeah, I'm kind of concerned. I would like to see Jimmy G taking snaps with his new teammates. That's, I'm sorry. And the Raiders knew this when they signed him. But did they not do their due diligence and doing their homework? How is his health? Will he need surgery? How serious is this injury? Because no team, I, I don't believe, will bring a guy in knowing that he has to be out until mid-training camp. This is your starting quarterback. You want to give yourself a chance during the season to say, hey, we're facing Patrick Mahomes. Hey, we got Russell Wilson. We got Herbert. We need our starting quarterback to be healthy and ready to roll. And he's not able to build those relationships in OTAs. That's the most frustrating part about this. And so we got to see if he can develop that chemistry in training camp. Because right now, you need that time. You need that momentum to build to go into a phenomenal season. You were there. Season. How many years were you there? One year. One year. Yeah. Carr pretty well liked in the building. Carr, I mean. Love Derek Carr. He would hang out with you in the in the cafeteria, work out with him. I could approach him, hey, DC, this is what I see with our team. Let's take it this direction. Phenomenal dude. Dudes gravitated towards Derek Carr. How so, far did you guys go that year? Went to the playoffs. Yeah. And we lost in the first round. So that's, what, that's why Jimmy G's there. As great as Derek Carr was, the Raiders felt like they had to move on to, from him to try to get over that hump. And I'm not blaming Derek Carr by yeah. any stretch. Yeah. Derek Carr is a phenomenal quarterback, great person. But I think for the Raiders, and I think they maybe felt a little bit more comfortable about possibly Jimmy G having some time away to rehab because him and McDaniel's he relationship. He knows the offense. They may feel as though that gives him a little bit of an advantage where, all right, we know he has to miss time, yeah. but it's not like he has to catch up on a playbook. And then also for the Raiders, what were the alternatives? They had moved on from Derek Carr last season. So now mm -hmm. you go into free agency, you have to get a quarterback. So you sign Jimmy, he comes up for the physical, and you're like, whoa, there's still something <laughs> wrong with the foot. Yeah. We may have to tweak the contract language a little bit, but we can't move on from him because if we move on from him, then which mm -hmm. direction do we go? I want to spin this a totally different way. I can't. I would love for Jimmy Garoppolo to come out 
and say, you know what, I've heard everything everyone said about me about the injury thing, and it's factually correct in the sense that, mm-hmm. I mean, statistically we can look at how many games he's missed. I would love for him to come out and play every single game and say, this is behind me, this was really bad luck, this is, you know, I'm not this person, and I'm above and beyond it. But until we see it, and we just, and it's, there's just no other way to spin it. And here's the other thing. If he comes out this season, let's say he misses a handful of games, I mean, the knock on the Raiders and the decision is going to be like, you guys knew this. This wasn't a surprise. This wasn't just a, I mean, mm-hmm. so... The Raiders knew that that stigma was looming. I mean, that's not surprising. But here's what really concerned (laughs) me about Tom Pelissero's report. If you're waiting for something in the mail, at least this is how I would operate. Like, let's say you're waiting for your passport. Let's say you just bought a gift for someone that you need to take somewhere. If I need to be somewhere, if I'm going out of the country, I need my passport to come. I want a real big cushion on when that passport's coming. Like, it can't come, like, a couple of days before the trip leaves. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to do things. I want a huge cushion. When I heard Tom Pelissero say that, well, now it's a possibility he won't be there until training camp opens, that cushion is not good enough Mm -mm. for me. Mm -mm. Like, I want to hear that he's okay next week. Because now, if you're telling me, oh, I might not be here until the start of training camp, what I'm hearing as someone who wants that kind of cushion is, well, wait a minute. Well, now it could be a week into training camp or two weeks into training camp. I need a bigger cushion mm-hmm. than that. Like that, I had to think, okay, well, the Raiders probably knew about this, so maybe it's not serious. But when Pellis said that, I was yeah. like, that is not a big enough cushion for me, if I'm a Raiders fan, to feel comfortable with. And we can't forget about the mental side. You know, we talk about the physical side, going through injuries, just the mental, like, man, I'm hurt again. Man, I got to get another mm-hmm. surgery. Man, I got to go into OTAs, not being out there with my guys. That, take a t- that takes a toll on guys. And for Jimmy, G, this is surgery number five, surgery number six, and he doesn't have a full offseason to just prepare as a quarterback. He has to prepare to rehab. He has to get healthy and then get his, his uh, mechanics right, then get his body right, then gel with his teammates. So we can't forget the physical side, but the mental side, that's what's really most important. If you're Devontae Adams, how are you feeling hearing that he might not be ready to go for this practice, obviously not until the middle of training camp. I know he's annoyed. He's trying to brush it off. <laughs> Bro, I know you're annoyed because you're there. You came here. You want your guy. You want your quarterback. Hey, I'm the featured player. I need to know how are you going to throw this fade ball, how this back shoulders fade is going to work. Let's just work on our let's work on this playbook together as a unit. So I know he's annoyed. He's trying to downplay it. No one's about to go play Monopoly. <laughs> so, I saw what you said. No one's yeah. about to go play Monopoly. We're going to be focusing on this and see how this thing is going to work over there in Vegas. I tell you what, B. Hoyer's in there at quarterback. If Devontae wants a guy to throw it up to him and give him a chance, I guarantee you Hoyer will do that. I was with Hoyer in New England. <laughs> what does that mean? He's he not afraid to throw the ball down the field. We watched Stidham come in last year knowing this offense. The one thing Stidham did when he got in there, he threw the ball to Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'm telling you, Hoyer's going to go in there. The one thing he's going to do <laughs> is he's going to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. I'm not saying Hoyer's the answer <laughs> for the Raiders at the quarterback, but when you say why they brought him in, they brought him in because Hoyer understands that offense through and through. Well, it's not just McDaniels, right? Mick Lombardi is the offensive coordinator. He was with Mick. He's from New England, where he was with Hoyer and Garoppolo yep. for years. Their entire coaching staff is littered with New England people. And then, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, there's so many former Patriots yeah. that are there that they can speak that language, too. No doubt about it. My, my question is, Derek Carr is now in New Orleans. Jimmy G is in Vegas. For McDaniels, for Dave Ziegler as a general manager, if Carr in New Orleans goes like this and Jimmy misses a few games, what does that mean for them as the franchise leaders, you know? You know what's crazy to me? What are the first questions that Jimmy G is going to take when training camp opens? I mean, what's the first question that's going to be asked to him when tra- it's going to be, what's going on with your foot? How's your foot? Are you okay? I mean, it's just, it's like I you're right you back. I thought you were going to ask, what was his nights like in Vegas since he's yeah. gotten there? That's what I, that's what I would <laughs> Kyle Brandt sent you any illicit texts? <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> Kyle Brandt, well, this is where he would be like, you know what, just stop the conversation. Let's pause and take a look I at the man. I mean, it's, I, the, it's the jawline. It's the jawline. There you go. Yeah. He looks great in all black. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm told. Here we go. Uh, still to come on GMFB before we start staring at uh, Jimmy G. We're going to get to know or figure out how well we know KJ Wright and his career in the NFL. He's going to put us to the test with two wrongs and a right next. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. <laughs> Back on Good Morning Football, KJ Wright is in the house. And since we have you here, we figure why not play a little game and get to know you a little bit better. Usually that means we do a segment called Two Lies and a Truth, but we had to flip it around a little bit, make it special for you, because that's what we like to do for our guests. Mm -hmm. So this game is going to be called Two Wrongs and yeah. a Right. Here how this is going to work. You're going to be presenting us with three statements about you. Two of them will be lies and one will be true. We'll take turns trying to guess them. Is everybody ready? Yes. Who's the trivia king here, by the way? I usually, I, most of the games we play, I usually win all of them. 
right, so I'm gonna give you the hardest one. That's true. Right. Oh wow. We starting with you, Peter. Yeah. Question number one: Which of the following statements is true? I led the Seahawks in tackles in Super Bowl 48. Mm -hmm. My first career sack was against Vince Young. Mm -hmm. Or C, I picked off Kirk Cousins more than any other quarterback. I'll start off. I, uh, I guess you guys weren't in the division with Cousins, but I don't know if you had 14 picks in a year or anything. Um, you might just have a couple picks. I'm going to say you've picked off... That was very insulting, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. Sorry, I don't see I you get offended. I don't see it was a ball hawking corner. Um, I'm gonna say C, the Kirk Cousins thing, because on this show, Kirk Cousins has become a pinata for some reason, I don't know, from the producers. Oh, going with C? C yeah, Cousins. I'm gonna, uh, led to Super Bowl. You know what? I'm gonna go career sack against Vince, Vince Young. VY was my guy. That was around the era where he was starting in Tennessee. I'm gonna go Vince Young. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I gotta just, might as well be different, so I'm gonna say you led the Seahawks in tackles in the Super Bowl. The answer is B, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Vince Young. Oh. Not Titans. This was the game when Mike Vick was hurt. Vince Young was starting quarterback. It's the dream team. The, the old oh. bluish teal jersey sack. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, In every locker like room, there's a poster of what the uniform is supposed to be. If you dress exactly like the poster, <laughs> that's where kids, you got the socks I didn't wear, the white and the black is showing. Like, no fines for that outfit. Just dress like the mannequin. I didn't discover no myself in like year four. I didn't find myself to the end. There yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. Late to never. All right. Jason, of course. Jason in the lead. Right, let's go. Let's keep nice. it going. Question number two. Here's another one for you guys. Which one of the following statements about me is true? I proposed to my wife at an airplane factory. I've traveled to all seven continents. Mm. Or C, I once sat next to Adele courtside at a Lakers game. Wow, I'll start this one off. No way you were courtside at the Lakers game no. with Adele. Like, you, you right, gave I, I love you, KJ, you but no, you're not, you're not big time like Which that. Paul's not oh, having oh, that anyway. Not at all. I'm going to go with the disrespect. <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm going to go with B, travel to all seven continents. The NFL money was good to you, and you've gotten around the world. I'm going A. Just because I, that's tough to get to all seven continents. Like, you've been busy. You've been playing. Like, who's got time for that? I'm yeah. going A. I don't know what kind of airplane factory you'd be at, but I'm going to assume it's that one. Personally, I'm a fan of Kia Nurse and Jewel Lloyd and Mercedes Russell and Sammy Whitcomb. And I'm talking about the Seattle Storm. If you said Seattle Storm, you were courtside, <laughs> I would say perhaps. Orange Jackson. I'm just calling out my favorite WNBA stars. Um, I'm going to go with Jason here. I know you took a trip to Israel recently and got to go over there. I'm going to guess that wasn't the only continent you've been to. B, you've traveled to all seven continents. I want to say C so bad. But no, I, w I didn't sit next to Adele. Oh, you know. I didn't. No, the answer is I proposed to my wife at Boeing. You did? Yes. Explain that story. Like, Why you you almost looked like you yeah, looked at the car to see it. which answer. No, I was like, like did you forget about the proposal? <laughs> yes, so my wife's family, they live in Medellin, Colombia, oh. and they rarely come up here. And so her family was finally visiting, and her dad loves airplanes. What? This is so, so cool. I'm like, how can I get the family together, not give it away? propose to the love of my life. And so I know the CEO of Boeing 
Um, humble. Yeah, humble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't hide money. Go on, sorry. So, um, yeah, it was a beautiful day. Proposed to her. She said yes. Going on six years. Yeah. No, my anniversary is coming up, oh, May oh, 27th. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that actually was yesterday. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, May 27th. Saturday. <laughs> and so, yeah, we got engaged at Boeing. You sure? And, um, May, you good? You sure? Yes, you good that? My son's okay. birthday, 24th. Engagement, 27th. So. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. So, you go to the thing, and then what, do you guys board a plane? Or you just say, that's the plane, and then you Yeah, so they, like, drop the, the name on the side of the plane. Nellie, will you marry me? They was holding roses, and she looked at me, started crying. I started crying. So, it was, it was a beautiful day. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Oh, what love a romantic. Yeah, I love it. romantic guy. That's good. All right, one more. Last question. Question number three. Which of the following is true? I performed at a Mississippi State pep rally as the Bulldog. Okay. My biggest fear is mice. Or I went skydiving for my 21st birthday. Mm, skydiving. Nah, I'm, no, I'm going to say as a big guy, you have a fear of mice. I'm going with B. So tell me about this uh, CEO of Boeing. <laughs> Do you have his information? Yeah. Do you have his Somebody would like to know. I'd like to know that guy. Um, I'm going to go with mice as well. I feel like you're a big old scary linebacker. It's almost prototypical. Yeah, I'm scared of mice. Uh, I would think it's either A or B, and I just don't think you would fit in the mascot costumes. I don't think they're one size fit all, and I can't imagine they have a super giant one. So I'm going to go Mike is mice as well. You don't think I went skydiving? No. I don't think you'd be no. allowed. No. Anyone playing it. in the league skydiving? No. No. It's on the bucket list, but no, the answer is mice. <laughs> yes, if if a mouse came here right now, I would leave this show and never return. I'm terrified of mice. All right, well, rats are all over <laughs> New York. Yes. Did you not see one in New York? No, no. How do you handle I do better with rats than I do mice. Okay. The Prefer smaller, the, okay. the more scary they are. Wow. I, I don't fool with in those long tails, no. <laughs> no, thank you. They're in my house right now. My wife set up mouse traps, and she left. She pulled a prank on me one time. She left a mouse right at the doorstep. And I like ran, like, oh my God, what? I don't fool with mice. It was a real mouse? Yeah, she, she caught it in the mouse trap. And she she said it was oh, funny <laughs> to leave it at my the life. doorstep. She's a sick pup. <laughs> Who does that? No. Who does that? Next year, next time, Hawaii, roses. The airplane was the thing. And she was just like, I'm going to do the mice yeah. thing. And that's the response <laughs> as well. He might be okay with the rats here because Gerald said they were a size of puppies. Yeah. So not Gerald. small. So yeah. Still recovering from Gerald. Are they that well, according to Gerald's according to him, tweets, no. yes. He <laughs> <laughs> saw a rat the size of a dog. Yeah. Yeah. KJ Wright, awesome job on yeah. the show. I enjoyed it. We really I enjoyed loved it. it. We'd love to have you back again. Yeah. You had a very good time. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> you guys were awesome. This was so fun. Just the good vibes, good energy. I learned a lot. Learned how to read off a teleprompter. Yeah. And so it was really fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. Do you have any of the Legion of Boom guys hitting you up yet? They're My phone is still on Do Not Disturb. Guys, keep in mind, I love you guys. Don't be mad at me. I'll love be you mad. guys. I respect You'll see. you guys. Have a good weekend. See you guys soon. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 